everybody. Now let's give a nice, warm Winterfest welcome to the Santa Baby. Now that is something we could agree on. I mean, that's got it going on. Damn, look at that. Get <laughs> ready. Well, you're a guy, right? Yeah, come on. Hey, hey, is it getting hot out here or is it just you girls? Oh, nice dip. Uh, wow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Woo. Hey, baby, who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, God, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. Oh. I'm your daddy. Oh. My oh, God. God. My God. This is the podcast. Welcome to it. It's called Why Is This a Thing? Oh, we're going. What's up, boys? Hey. How you um, doing? I was really hoping this would be a good off-mic podcast. Oh, where we just don't press record? Where we just don't press record at all. We just, <laughs> no. I think we've talked about this before, but those are called conversations. Right. Yeah, that's what your friends do. One of these days, guys, I'm going to get you to do an off-mic podcast, and it's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to love it. We just did that for like 30 minutes, actually. <laughs> You just kept telling us about how much you love Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's a really great movie. Adam came in here like friggin' <laughs> Pauline Kale talking about Citizen Kane. Just gave us the whole manifesto yes, on right. why Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is the best movie of the year. It might be the best movie of the year. Could very, could better, very than well top, be. Be, better than Top Gun. Better than Top Gun. Better than Paddington 2. Uh, better than Jean Dielman. Uh, <laughs> a, a real no. beautiful all the top contenders I know right? just, yeah. just just a portrait of a lady on fire better than yeah. that one the other day I was going to the movie I told you guys I went to the movie theater I saw the Banshee of Inishirin yes. but um, I was looking at my local theaters and I did see one of them was playing Top Gun Maverick still and yeah. I was tempted <laughs> Let's run I it was back. really tempted. <laughs> I almost went a second time. Yeah, I didn't. Welcome Why to the Danger Zone, baby. In theaters? <laughs> I don't know. Why is it still in any theaters? It's saving cinema. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. When did it come out, though? Like, freaking July? I think May. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. It's still in theaters. Shit. I mean, you know, Avatar 2 is coming out. So, I mean, I think everything yeah. we've, we've said about Top Gun is going to be said again about, um, about Avatar 2. But... Like Tom Cruise's performance in Avatar 2? Oh, yeah. Uh, sure, all the, you know, <laughs> deep sea diving he actually did to, you know, make that thing feel realistic. Apparently, Kate Winslet has beaten Tom Cruise's record for holding her breath underwater. Uh, so, now, <laughs> wow. I'm just waiting to see the movie where Tom Cruise tries to beat it and dies in the process. Yeah, I mean, one of these days he's going to die on screen and it's going to be wonderful. Top Gun Aquatic. Top- it's, all, it's all submarines <laughs> going Mach 10. <laughs> We're trying our best to do it underwater. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, yeah, I don't, I didn't, I didn't think that it was possible. I don't think anyone thought that it was possible to have another Titanic Avatar esque sort of, you know, multi month run where the momentum builds for a movie. Well, I wouldn't call Top Gun <laughs> Titanic or Avatar. No, I mean it's but... not quite at that level, but I mean it's the closest you're going to get in this fucking landscape. You know what sure, I mean? Until yeah. until. Avatar. Two weeks from now, <laughs> yeah. When like the the or a week from now, the it? third biggest out? movie of the year is Minions: The Rise of Gru. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's. Well, I mean, Sonic Two might out? still be in the top ten. Yeah. Do they come out this week? Actually, 
Yeah. Avatar? It does. Yeah, I'm going to oh see it. Oh my goodness. Get your tickets. I'm off to see that shit. Yeah, I have plans to see it. I'll be seeing it. Uh, Adam, will you, and this is, uh, I'll, I'll uh, direct the question to Nick too. Will you be seeing this in real D3D? I think so. Not by my own volition. Otherwise, I, I, will, I would just be seeing it in like a you know, normal little screen. But I'm going with a high school friend who is insistent on seeing it in 3D. Uh, I haven't told him that 3D is a load of shit. But, you know, you know what? I'm just, just going to the movie. I hope your friend later is like, Adam, I didn't know you felt that way. I'm a listener. <laughs> Long time listener. Good first God. time caller. It's a load of shit. <laughs> Sorry. I will also be seeing it in 3D. Yeah. And it was my I call. Might. I don't know. Your call. It was my call. You're Absolutely. Such, you are such a hack. Sometimes I really don't like you. Listen, <laughs> Jim wanted it that way. I'm just listening ah. to what Jim says. <laughs> I, um, I'm one of those people. I, I pick the movie based on my schedule. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, whatever, whatever it's on at a time. I'll even pick the theater that I'm going to based on my schedule. Humble brag, man. Fucking yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very busy, man. Must be nice to be busy. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I kind of I missed the window in, in 2009 to see it in 3D, and so uh, oh, you didn't see the original? In 3D? No, not no. Oh, see, shit. that really does. That's the. My question was, did you not see it because you didn't want to? You're just like, eh. I don't remember. I'm not sure. I I don't think I was like. Wasn't your thing that puritanical about my movie taste in 2009? Maybe I was. I don't know, but um. Yeah, I, 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 I'm running it back. I'm going back to Pandora, you know? And I'm going to see it the right way. I'm going to see it with a giant bucket of popcorn and 3D glasses and blurry images. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like three and a half hours long, dude. Yeah. Yeah. With a bunch of characters that aren't very fun. Did you see what Jim said when they're like, <laughs> do you recommend Why any? do you keep calling him Jim? Because we're on a first-name basis. <laughs> okay. Jim Cameron. Jim was just like... Uh, he was like, "Why are you calling him Jim?" <laughs> they, they asked him, "Should should uh, people take a bathroom break at a particular point? Do you recommend a, a specific scene?" And oh my god, someone asked what's him he that gonna say? What's he's he like, gonna fucking say? He's like, "Nah, not really. You could always catch it when you come see it a second time." Wow, what a, <laughs> I'm like, what a boss! What a fucking boss! <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> He knows. Talk about thug life. Oh my god. Just the he, he best knows. answer. He's, <laughs> he, I mean, he has his shady deals with all the movie theaters and he says, You're gonna fluff the ticket sales. He just you're has gonna, the, the movie. You're gonna going put cardboard public. cutouts in the back rows or in his fucking hands, dude. Oh, yeah. It must be nice. Just have the whole world in your hands, eating out of your your grimy, allergy ridden hands. Man, the 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 flip. From everyone saying Avatar 2 is going to suck to all of a sudden, wait a second, maybe it'll be the best movie ever made. Remember people thought it was going to lose money? Yeah. And now like everyone you know has like... You, you know, said it was going to lose money. Scheduled. You said it on this podcast. There's that. a very good chance this doesn't do well. I remember when I we did... that? Yeah, on the 2009 uh, Movie Hall of Fame podcast, <laughs> you said, Adam, there's a very good wow, chance this movie doesn't moment. do well. Oh yeah, oh, I remember this stuff. Well, I'll check the tape and I'll insert it here for the listeners just in case uh, you are proven correct and if not yeah. uh then uh go fuck yourself you might have even said there's a very good chance this thing bombs are people gonna show up to that i th- see that i have no idea i don't i really don't know if they're gonna do that well no i guess disney is like 
they got nothing to lose. No. I mean, I guess you assume that at least a third of the audience is still there for it. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be silly not to make Avatar sequels if James Cameron wants to make them. I don't get doing four of them, though. No, not at all. There's I a see- high prob- probability this thing bombs. What if you go see the movie and you hate it, though? Now you're going to come back with another hot take and oh, another right. apology. Then I got to double back. See, the thing is, I think there's a chance Nico doesn't care for it at all. It's not, totally a chance. I because it's not like a hit. It's not a his kind of movie whatsoever. But I, I was bored to tears by the first one. But I, I I'm gonna watch it again maybe the night before. And I don't know. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, so maybe my uh, <laughs> my opinion has shifted. But I like the first one. I like it fine. Yeah, like it's it okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> there's your free ad for Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> You're welcome, Jim. <laughs> Guys, we have some business to get to. Oh, my God. I was not ready. Good shit. I was so I was wondering how he was going to do that because I was like, I was like, yeah, I know you got, I know you get the green people clip, but where's he gonna find a clip of someone saying bald people? I, was I thought hoping, for sure it was not gonna happen. I was hoping it would be George, and I was right. Bald, bald, bald. <laughs> She's bald. She's bald. <laughs> oh, it doesn't get much better than that. Oh, I was not ready for you to squash the two clips together. That's the. I should have been. <laughs> I should have been, but I was not. There's some serious artistry with this, with these editing skills over here. <laughs> hey, man, you never, you never bet against Jim Cameron, and you never bet against me and my <laughs> Dave Draft clips. Okay. Oh my nope. god. Never bet against. At this Nico. point, it's turning into like, um, I swear to God, it's like magazine cutouts that you're just like clipping the letters <laughs> together to, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like the Zodiac Killer. It's a ransom letter <laughs> <Right>. for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All right. Uh, this this, shit, this it, shit's going to get really absurd eventually, this draft. Yeah. These drafts. Uh, it, it, it's kind of evolved into its own weird piece of absurdist art. Uh, it's the bald draft. <laughs> we have a list that is quite long, and I will not belabor the point by listing all of these names because there are many of them here. Uh, bald guys. We're drafting our favorite, or, or girls, I suppose. Sure. We're drafting bald people. Quite, quite a few women on this list. I was actually... Yes, might be one of our our largest female lists. It's pretty good. Okay, so there's a couple things though that we have to discuss here. Number one, how many names are we going to be drafting? Oh boy, uh, I, you know, it's always I, I always think it's sweetest when it's a Mount Rushmore. Okay, that's Real, always okay. been my opinion. We have plenty. We of have room enough to, for if you want to do four, then for Mount Rushmore. I picked my top eighteen just to be safe. And there's still plenty of good names left. So, I mean, we could really drag this out, but well, there's I, room for six. But we could we could give ourselves more more rules to maybe make the choices a little more creative. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah, let's try this, actually. So in actual fantasy sports, you have to draft by position. There's positional yeah. limits on each mm-hmm. roster. So let's maybe try that here. OK. Occ- occupation. Yeah, I think so. So um, you just can't you can't double dip. That's really the only no. you don't want three comedians or 
Right. So I, I think maybe what we do is we we uh, we require one athlete. Right. Oh, my God. OK. Uh, we require one actor. OK. All right. Uh, we require one fictional character. OK. All right. Help me out. What else? And one just. Um, uh, what musician? <laughs> do we have enough musicians for that? Uh, what if what if we went like a entertainer, non actor entertainer, just general. Yeah. So like a director might count there, a musician might count. Do we have Frank Darabont on here for a ball? Sure, there, that's a good one. You know, and then uh, maybe a, a flex spot. Are we in five? I don't know. Just if we're going by position, may I, I think you want. I think you want to do a flex where you can put anything. Just kind of your okay. own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does that sound good? I'm cool with that. Okay, so the the five categories were dragged for, and you can do this in any order you want, obviously, so be strategic about it, but you need one athlete, you need one actor, you need one entertainer, you need one fictional character, and then you have a flex <clears throat> spot. You can put uh, any of the above in as your uh, final wild card. Wow. All right, we'll try this. Okay. Who is going first? Who has the least amount of hair of uh, the three of us? <sighs> Well, this is my, my, my dad is bald. <laughs> this is I, where it gets ugly. I and have... Nico Nico's family has a history of long lived luscious hair. That's true. Long lived luscious locks. I have not seen a single bald person in your family. There there is no baldness in well, Nico's that's family. Not true. There is at least one bald guy in my family. But for the most part, Was it by choice. Uh, no, it, it it's uh, it's genetic. Okay. okay. My grandfather is quite bald and has been <laughs> bald his whole life. But. Uh, yeah, no, I have great hair. Not to brag or anything. It's great hair. Great hair, great skin. Oh, yeah. Point is, <laughs> yeah. Point. <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry, man. Like, uh, I see the writing on the wall, my friend. <laughs> Honestly, my hair's still pretty good. I'm surprised. I thought it would be thinning more by mm-hmm. now. I, you're hanging on. You're hanging strong. You're hanging in the pocket, and I'm I'm proud of you. But I think you need to go first here. Yeah, yeah. If you look at my dad, if you look at my uncles, if you look at my grandparents, right? Bald baldness everywhere. So my Nico, cousins, even most of my cousins, yes. are already going. So I you think know? we got to go. Nick, Adam, myself. Um, I'm in the I think middle. So. I've never been in the middle before. Yeah. Ooh. And wow. okay, another question for you. Okay. We need to set some parameters in terms of what bald means. And uh, I think the the rule of thumb has been if the other two guys veto your selection, you have to choose again. Right. Yeah. A couple sort of broadly sort of guiding questions here, though. If a person used to be bald and is no longer bald. Are we going to allow that selection? Like, for example, Britney Spears famously shaved her head one time during a mental breakdown. Is she bald? I I think the assumption is that you are picking bald Britney Spears. It's like uh, when you play. um, It's like when you play Super Smash Brothers and you can kind of change their skins. (laughs) Okay, but then what is Britney Spears? Is she a bald Britney Spears, a character or or an entertainer? That's a very specific mode of Britney Spears that you're picking there. No, she was an entertainer. She was still bald music and stuff. I I feel like you have to currently be bald, though currently yeah i think you have to be bald now like any if you have hair plugs you've 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 given your your membership I, card I, back it's another I, one of those picks if you were to go with a uh, bald britney spears i'm not necessarily sure i'd veto it but i would say it's not a good idea right there, there's yeah there's, that's the thing like i mean because 
those voting on this are also going to have their own preconceptions. You so you're, there is an incentive to not do that already. So I don't think we need to add on additional uh, hmm. rules. Okay. But but um, when talking about like any here, I'm not. I don't believe like cue ball is the only baldness here. There's more that like you can be a George. Sure. George right. is bald. This was my other question. George okay. is bald. Yep. What yep. is bald? It, uh, you would look at that person on the street and call them bald. Still, it uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, but that's another kind of broad question. So uh, no, it's not. It's not that complicated, in my opinion. But someone with a receding hairline. No, not, that's that's not a bald person. So uh, uh, John McClane in Die Hard Three is yes. not bald. He's got a significant receding hairline, but he's not bald yet. No, I think bald. more importantly no. than anything is, are they known for being bald? Yes. That's really what it comes down to. Right. And there are different types of bald, but there are people who are known for being bald and there are people who aren't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, even th- if that's they have the same haircut. Point. Yeah. Like uh, I was thinking about this, too. Like uh, Sean Connery came up a lot mm. when I was I saw uh, that looking I, at lists. Nobody thinks of Sean Connery as bald. Therefore, I, I would not really include him. So Sean Connery in his prime was had a full head of hair and then he aged into a bald guy but like i don't think sort of natural hair loss in your late years counts as baldness and my other thought was maybe we just exclude people that are dead oh wow like it needs to be a person that is alive now that is currently a member of the bald club (laughs) because fictional i guess because like once like sean connery dies now our memory of him is not how he was the day before he died it's how he was when he was playing bond in the 60s you know what i'm saying yeah so should we exclude i, I, I think people? i i think that the only rule should be that they are known for being bald that's kind of because that covers all of these bases okay so bald is then like you it's part you, of the ethos it's part of like the you ethos. draw a line right down the middle of their scalp and if the hair has receded all the way to the halfway point that's bald i think we need to be a little more technical about this no, do you, I, I do think of them as I think of George Costanza as bald, even though people might argue that. But I think everyone would probably agree that George Costanza is bald. It's I think he's definitely crossed that line, though. The hairline has crossed that line. Not in all the episodes. Hmm. But he but the part of who the character is, is bald. I mean, I think we need to come up with like even a name for this line. Like it's oh, like no. uh, <laughs> the hairline, the hairline. The, there you the, go. The bald <laughs> the hairline. <laughs> it's the, the hairline. The, the bald meridian. The ba- like, you know, like. <laughs> You know, the, the, uh, the Mason Dixon, uh, you know, the, you're overcomplicating this okay. because you got to think to how are the voters going to vote? Yeah. OK. I mean, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, and I think you can lose sleep it, tonight no, over no, this question yourself. But right. <laughs> there's no reason to overcomplicate this. Yeah, so let's just add this to the laundry list of existential crises that Nico is dealing with. What is baldness? What really is baldness? <laughs> what is bald? <laughs> All right, so we reserve the right to veto, and we can yeah. debate it as it comes up, but ultimately you have to live with your decisions because it's going to a vote. How many again? Five? Five. Um, Once again, the categories five, yeah. are athlete, actor, fictional character, entertainer, and a flex. This is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Nick, you go first, sir. I'm going to start out with Sir Patrick Stewart. Mm. All right. In the actor Ooh. category, I imagine. But here we go. Now now it's going to get really complicated. <laughs> this is this is a tricky one because I have to do it now. Okay. All right. What? No. I'm, I'm We're allowing that selection, right? You're allowing that selection. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but my next pick is going to. Oh, see, I, this I don't. Okay. I don't like where this is going already. 
Just, no, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. Go, go. No, you, you it's your down. it's your turn. Go I'm not ahead. vetoing. Um, um, <laughs> my first pick is Captain Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, see, I don't think that's okay. Why not? I, it's a character. Why not? <laughs> that's tough, though, isn't it? <laughs> here's the thing. I, I, you know, I don't like it, but I also don't think the voters are gonna like it. But uh, I don't like it because, but but I have to stand with it. Because uh, we would allow Walter White, but we won't allow Brian Cranston. Sure, sure. You know, it's it's more complicated with this because uh, Patrick bit. Stewart is known for being bald, as is. But so is his character. His I think character. his character is too. Yeah, the best Star you know? Trek captain, in my opinion. Yeah, I I almost feel like he's bald because Patrick Stewart is bald. Doesn't matter. That's why the character <laughs> is bald. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're really pulling Or did they here. cast Patrick Stewart because he was bald? That's true. Like, yeah. you know, we don't know. It's tough. Yeah, like Walter White in Breaking Bad, like that's part of his sure. character development is going bald. And I would say similarly, like George Costanza, Jason Alexander was cast as George Costanza because Larry David is bald. Sure. So it's like it's a part of the character. And if it's an animated character, they're drawn that way. Are you saying it's not part of Jean-Luc Picard's character? I mean, I suppose it is. I mean, I just don't in that particular instance, I don't see the line between actor and character. It doesn't matter. For the purposes of this conversation. But the character is still bald and he's quite known for being bald. So what does it matter? Okay, I, Nick. If you allow it, I, nothing I can do about it. But I, I, and listen. Ultimately, the voters will have their say. Sure, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're okay with it, Nick. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I'm reading. I'm reading some forums here, right? And apparently, people are saying that in the Star Wars, Star Trek universe, uh, apparently in the future, people don't care as much about going bald, and so it's meant to be a thing. Oh, so I'm gonna have to give it to him. Okay. Was that written on one of the newer shows? It's it's the very trustworthy source of Quora. All right. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So uh, Adam is going uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And Nick's going Patrick Stewart. <laughs> All right. Listen, you guys split the vote as much as you want. I don't yeah, give a shit. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty dumb, Adam. It's not, <laughs> it's not that dumb. So I think, you know, obviously... You would think I would go Costanza here, um, and I understand that. Here's my strategy, right? Like, I am not necessarily trying to pick a list of my favorite people that happen to fall into this category. I am looking for a group of people that I think perfectly encapsulates the bald experience. Okay. You know? And that is kind of foundational in our understanding of bald culture. That's uh, what, yeah, that's also how I approach this. Right. Um... This is a lot coming from someone with a full head of hair over there. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I'm cultural appropriation. <laughs> I apologize to the bald people out there. You wrote a thesis on baldness in college. So like Costanza, <laughs> I mean, it might be the character, but I think you have to go to the inspiration rather than that, <laughs> rather than the character. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Larry David and I'm going to take him under entertainer. Under entertainer? Okay. You don't need to tell us where you That's put him as long as it fits. I mean, I'll okay. trust you. Okay. That's, yeah, that's so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Larry David there. All right, okay. and uh, then it is kind of interesting that George Costanza is a byproduct of the bald experience when you think about it. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then let's uh, let's uh, 
Oh, man, this is a long list. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm going to take the athlete now because I feel like there's not there's not as many choices there. And uh, it's smart. It's the to, tough part with athlete. I kind of feel like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think it's smart to grab Michael Jordan while I have the chance. Yeah. So I'm going to take MJ right there. That's a good yeah, pick. Yeah, right. That's a good pick. See, I'm not interested in picking any athletes. Adam Hall? I'm going to go Sam Jackson. Oh. I'm going to go oh. Sam Jackson. Okay. And I guess, yeah, it's got to be entertainer, obviously. So Not not actor. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I guess if I'm doing actors. Yeah. Oh, man. That's I think you, you might want to save entertainer because it's I mean, a little more broad. A flex, you have yeah. a flex, so we have room to move things around. Sure, yes. sure, sure. Right. Yeah, no, no, I think that's fine for actor. Okay. I don't think that's a bad choice, yeah. All right, actor. Samuel L. Jackson. And Nick. All right. Um, all right, then I will pick Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Good Ooh, pick. Wow. Okay. As my athlete, probably. As your athlete? Oh no. Oh, I gotta think about athlete. I have no idea. That's not a good choice for athlete. All right. Okay. All right. Is it? Because I don't want any of the athletes on this list. I mean, he's not. He was. Uh, he was a wrestler for uh, a decade. It's pretty uh, hard to actually argue that in good faith. It's pretty hard to argue that in good faith. Professional wrestlers are athletes. Oh no! You do it. Go do it. <laughs> I mean, he's well, cool. WWE is one thing. I mean, I can't that... do what Marlon Brando does either, but that doesn't mean that you know Listen, he's an athlete. I've, I have always considered wrestling to be more akin to dancing, professional wrestling, to be uh-huh. more akin to dancing than you know actual like Olympic wrestling. But that does not make it any less physically difficult or exerting, right? I mean, these people are doing flips; they are being lifted or thrown around or i mean it's so is what tom cruise is doing in top gun or in the mission impossibles is that athletics is he an athlete kind of that makes tom cruise are you are you are you implying that tom cruise is not fit no i'm not saying that i'm saying is he an athlete sort of is that his job description an athlete not necessarily his job description but maybe he no but the rock was a, the rock was in wrestling for so many years get out of here that's okay so you uh, i consider professional wrestling to be acting and not athletics but if but adam you're in a veto you're okay for at i think there's two sides of it right they do the they do the out of the ring it's a entertaining little, stuff but they also what they do in the ring is not something that average people can just do do you have a uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a a, a banked one that's that's different? Because I don't I don't consider him. I don't think of him as an athlete. I would say he is an athlete, but that's not really what comes to mind. But I can't refute it too too much. Fine. Okay. The Rock in the athlete spot. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're really bending the rules here, Nick. Right, who's the other pick? Uh, I'll pick Joe Rogan. <laughs> good job good job and you just lost the discord <laughs> oh my god what a pick I love it under entertainer I imagine yeah probably not fictional character <laughs> no certainly not <laughs> I'm trying to pick the people who most encapsulate baldness I mean when you think of bald people today I've got three of the top ones <laughs> Yeah, Certainly, I my fictional character, didn't I? Right. I can't believe The Rock made it that far. That's to be that's honest crazy. with you. But go ahead, Adam. All right, so I, I got to do athlete now, right? All right, you can do athlete, entertainer, or a uh, wild card. Wild card could be anything. Yes, George. 
Okay. Costanza. All right. Okay, that's my wild card. And uh, next. I got to do another one? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm at the end of the order. Yes, you are. Um, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, huh? Yeah, this is a, this is tricky here. This is tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, Jesse, the body Ventura is staring me right in the face, and <laughs> I mean that could have been my athlete. Now that I think about it, you were never absolutely it could have. No way. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Bruce Willis, an actor. Oof. Oh no, I'm not. It's, no, fuck that. Vin Diesel. Wait, who am I kidding? Stop. Yeah, I was gonna say, Please. That was a... Vin Diesel, an actor, obviously. All right. Do you have one? One more? of the greats. Now, can you really call what Vin Diesel's doing acting? <laughs> There's a point in time I might have called it acting. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nico. <laughs> can you imagine if we vetoed that just to be a you dick? Know, not an actor. <laughs> fuck so fucked. <laughs> He's not bald and he's not an actor. <laughs> so we have The Rock going up against. <laughs> yeah, once again. Wow, this is good stuff. Who's going to win this fight? This is this is good stuff. No one's allowed to win those fights in the movies, so oh we'll, we'll see. Uh, and then let's see. Um, I really want to put a woman on. <laughs> God, Dude, pick Jada. Pick Jada. Oh, if I pick Jada. <laughs> pick Jada. I dare you. <laughs> that is. I dare you. <laughs> I fucking there, dare dude. you. Do you want another second Keep her place name win? out your fucking mouth. Do you want another second place win, Nico? <laughs> is that, is that going to reach across the table and slap me as hard as you <laughs> Don't I listen her? to Nick. <laughs> I fucking dare you. Oh my god. I'm doing it. No! Taking Jada? I'm taking Jada in the wild card. <laughs> I'm taking her in the flex. <laughs> oh no. Hell wow. yeah, let's I do hope it. you win this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Adam. My turn. So, suddenly, my uh, picking of Joe Rogan doesn't sound so crazy. Rice, bro. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. All right. Well, uh, so entertainer. I still have entertainer. Or athlete, yeah. All right. Well, Entertainer on oh boy, what do I want for entertainer? Well, we'll take Chappelle. <laughs> oh, give me Chappelle. Wow. I'm gonna take Chappelle. I'm telling you, Joe Rogan doesn't sound so bad anymore. <laughs> we have these good controversial picks for all of us. Adam's gonna pick Louis C.K. next too. <laughs> Let's just round out that list. <laughs> Did you see him and Elon on stage last night? Oh, no. I did. Oh, my goodness. What was that Elon, about? Elon got booed on stage. For yeah. like 10 straight minutes. He like just yeah, went just up Chappelle, and just stood Chappelle there next introduced to Chappelle. Him on stage and then he just got booed. In San Francisco, which is oh. interesting. Oh. I'm more... People are, people are being like, oh, well, like if he gets booed by, by a Dave Chappelle audience, like... That's the prime audience for Elon. But, sure. like, at the same time, it's in San Francisco. So I'm a little curious. I yeah. want to meet the people who were, going, who were going to the Dave Chappelle show in San Francisco. The majority of the people at that show had been laid off by him two weeks <laughs> earlier. <laughs> That's what the booing has been about. I'd be cheering, dude. He gave me, like, three months severance yeah, or whatever. Pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> pretty sweet. Yeah. 
I'll have to uh, work for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, round off your list here. You have a character and a flex spot still open. Uh, yeah. Well, this messed up my list a little bit because I have to pick these things. But So I'll go... Oh, Jude, how do I do this? Man. I'll go Avatar Ang. <laughs> okay. It's pronounced Ong. It's pronounced Ong. <laughs> I was I was trying to decide. I'm like, if I pick Walter White, I'm like supporting a murderer. <laughs> if I if I pick Mike Ehrmantraut, anybody who's never seen Breaking Bad might not know who that is. It's true. You know what I mean? It's true. So, yeah. And I have my last one left. I will pick Terry Crews. All right. Okay. And I have one more. Yes. Um, they must be an athlete. Uh, was uh, was Gandhi known for his athleticism? I don't know. According to Nick, you think he was? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, praying I'm is a physical act. I'm a bra- too. I'm a bit... <laughs> you you try it. Praying. <laughs> you try it. <laughs> getting getting beaten by the English is a it's uh, yeah. a bit of a sport. Uh, yeah, in a way. <laughs> well, Adam, if you want to just continue your list of uh, horrible people, you can pick Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> How bad? My, what or is Hulk my, Hogan. I've already forgotten what my list is. What is? <laughs> uh, you have Samuel L. Jackson, Jean-Luc Picard, Dave Chappelle, and George Costanza. That's not bad. I mean, George... Do you think putting bookstores out of business is a sport? Because <laughs> Bezos <laughs> would qualify, certainly. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, oh, God. What am I going to do? Athlete. There's one really good athlete still left on my yeah, list. Shaq. There you go. I'm doing Shaquille Shaq. O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. I love that That's, guy. That is the correct choice for your situation. <laughs> Nico, why the hell did you pick Jada? I begged you not to. So I need to go fictional character now. Um, and uh, again, I, I'm going by, you know, do they encapsulate the bald culture? And there's a couple here that that stand out um homer simpson sure who still has that one string of hair right in the middle of his head and i'm not sure he passes the i don't know what that's about test yeah Yeah. it's kind of hard to picture what that looks like in real life yeah i guess strangely he's not bald right and but i i i think he is but i don't think anyone else would consider him that uh you got you you got to feel like elmer fudd also an iconic bald figure he is bald you know, very bald. That's a bald guy. Sure. Um, and then, uh, you know, Mr. Burns, my favorite Simpsons character, <laughs> would be hard not to take him. I'm trying to think of a good baldy. But I think I got to go with um, a guy who, I mean, I think the the whole the whole point of his character is like how funny he talks and what his hair looks like. It's Dr. Evil. Oh, really? That's yeah. Big. Okay. Yeah, Doctor Evil. That's my choice. Doctor Evil. Yeah. All right, that's not terrible. Yeah, it's an interesting. Not like Voldemort list. tap into the Harry Potter folks. Not Morpheus. That's true, yeah. I mean, not Mr. Monopoly. Like, oh, that's a good choice. Mor- Morpheus is very bald. Yes, that's a good choice. Yeah, but I don't so know, man. Neo that's ends up being bald sauce. in those movies too. I don't know. Yeah, but Morpheus is always bald, no matter what. That's pretty weak sauce. But all right, Doctor Evil, you've Dr. made your Evil's pick. That's an interesting choice. I would have gone with Morpheus. That's a good. That's a great call, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Man, a lot of names left off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Stanley Tucci did not get selected, and mm. he could have easily been on my list. I mean, William Shakespeare was a bald guy. Yeah. Wow. That guy had a notoriously uh, bad hairline. Um, You know, I mean, we can go through the entire thing, but John Malkovich, John Travolta. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, Danny DeVito, pick- who we're talking about today. <laughs> I was very tempted to pick Colin Mockery. Right. He just barely did not make the uh, cut, unfortunately. What what else were it was on your short list, Nick? Uh Bruce Willis, um, Statham, JK oh, yeah, Simmons. Oh sure. JK Simmons, yeah, yeah. Woody Harrelson and Ed Harris. Well, yeah, all great bald guys. I can't complain, I got everyone I wanted, so here we go. The rosters of Baldies. Nick, you selected Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ang, otherwise known as The Last Airbender, Joe Rogan, famed Spotify podcaster, and uh, Terry Crews with one of the, the great bodies in, in the business. Adam, you selected Samuel L. Jackson, Shaquille O'Neal, Jean-Luc Picard, Dave Chappelle, and George Costanza. <laughs> and uh, I selected Vin Diesel, Michael Jordan, Dr. Evil, Larry David, and Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. <laughs> oh, I can't God. believe you did hey, that. I don't see this ending well. These are the ball people. I know, I know. These are the ball people. I know. Vote in the Discord. You have two weeks. I'm excited. All right, guys. Uh, in case you're not aware, it's the holiday season. It's fucking Christmas morning. I, I hope every listener bops their head like Adam and I do every time that comes on. <laughs> every year, it doesn't matter. We're just fucking rocking out. Where did you find that song? I don't know. Yeah. Just in the deep corners of the internet. What motivated right. on the dark web? <laughs> what made it motivated you to pick that one? Because I'm sure you went through a bunch. It's a banger. I don't know. I guess it is a banger. Yeah. Obviously, it's a banger. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> on the topic of baldies. We're talking Danny DeVito today, and ironically, uh, a guy that almost got cast as Walter White, Matthew Broderick. Really? Yeah, the first choice <laughs> for Walter White. Oh, was what was uh, was he inspired by election? I don't Vince know. Gilligan? Vince, Vince Gilligan wrote that part with Matthew Broderick in mind, wow. uh, and he it came very close to actually happening, and he ended up doing it. And I, and I I often think like, man, what's that parallel universe like? That's kind of interesting. Well. This might sound strange coming from me, but Matthew Broderick uh, can't act. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, he is the star of literally maybe my favorite movie of all time. Wow, He's your boy, Um, dude. Yeah. But he's terrible in everything (laughs) except for that one movie. I don't think that's true. And he did that role when he was like 18 or whatever. I don't know. I see what he's pretty awful in a lot. I see what you mean. I, I don't think he's terrible in everything, but like. Like I have, I'll say this. I mean, I've never seen a Matthew Broderick role where he wasn't playing Matthew Broderick. I guess in everything. Does, I mean, it's weird seeing him in a dramatic role because he like he walks around like he's an eighty year old man. Yes, he has a very. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he has he has a very old way about him, which is funny because like for an entire generation of moviegoer, 
he was the sort of dreamy teenage guy. Like right. he was like cover of Tiger Beat material. And then, right, he sort of immediately became 70. <laughs> it's so bizarre. You play Ferris Bueller and then you're fucking octogenarian the next yeah, day. Which I think actually would have suited him well in, in Breaking Bad. I don't know if he would have been better than Brian Cranston. I, I have a very hard time believing that he would have been. He might have played a good chemistry teacher, but I don't think he would have played a good Walter White. That's definitely why they were thinking of <laughs> casting him. Yeah, I'm not sure he could have right. made a turn. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's the real question. <laughs> yeah, the thing about Broderick, like, did y'all see uh, when uh, when Tarantino was on Rogan and he was talking about the difference between Bill Murray movies and Chevy Chase movies? Yeah, and you know he he kind of uh, I think kind of brilliantly explains why you know Bill Murray movies were more were more commercially successful and viable because he never made himself out to look like the asshole, whereas Chevy Chase always had the bravery to kind of be the butt of the joke and was not afraid looking like a dick. And I, I feel like Broderick has a similar thing going on, although he doesn't do it quite as well as Chevy Chase did it in the 80s. Like, if you compare Deck the Halls to uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I, I don't think it's remotely close. Um, but Broderick is really good when he is a dick. He frequently does play a dick, too. He is yeah. amazing in election for oh that God. reason. you know, and, and he is purposely cast... In this sort of like knowing meta stroke of genius um, <laughs> by, you know, taking Ferris Bueller, making him a teacher and, and making him essentially a predator and uh, and an adulterer and, a, and an awful human being. And I feel like when he's in that mode, he is an innately unlikable guy and an easy <laughs> guy to punch. And then when a movie expects you to sympathize with him like this one and mm. even like something like Inspector Gadget. Oof. It just falls flat because I don't like that guy. I want to punch him because he because I don't know. Like did, did, did this movie kind of comes and goes? Does it expect you to sympathize with him? Sometimes it does. Sometimes no, it doesn't. Right? No, it doesn't. But like even Ferris Bueller, for example, like he's not even the hero of that movie. Cameron is no, the he, hero well, of not, that movie. He's not the heart of the movie. No, I mean, That's... but like I guess whether or not you like him is kind of beside the point. He's he's this. I don't know. He's more of an idea than anything else. Like, there's that theory he's that like, often gets like floated the, around that Cam that that Ferris is a figment of Cameron's imagination in that movie. Sure. Uh, I was gonna say he's like the character from those insurance commercials where he's like, "I'm chaos," right? And he breaks a car. <laughs> like that, that is Ferris. He's the devil on your shoulder, <laughs> yeah. right? So when he's weaponized like that, I think he's really effective. Um, and I know like he did a lot of theater. Um, uh, you know, that's sort of what is, has been his like sort of late period transition as a lot of actors of uh, of his age will will often do. They'll like try to transition to more serious dramatic stuff. And he's in a lot of the Kenneth Lonergan movies. He's in uh, uh, Margaret and Manchester by the Sea. And I think he worked with him on, on Broadway a lot. But mm -hmm. it's all a matter of casting with this guy and more so than most actors. You can't just put him in anywhere like he's not Stanley Tucci no. Stanley Tucci you put him in any movie and he'll make it a half star better yeah. uh, that's not the case <laughs> with Broderick at all no. sometimes he'll make it a half star worse yes or a few stars worse right <laughs> maybe three or four or five <laughs> as we'll talk about I, I don't want to know what Breaking Bad would have looked like with him Jeez. um that's just so crazy to me it is one of those casting decisions that where it's like you 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 put him in every scene and it's just it is fascinating you know it's like those it's like um <laughs> uh, uh there was a point in time where George Miller was gonna cast Eminem as 
Max. Right. Fun fact. Like casting decisions like that. It's yes. like, oh my God, what the fuck kind of movie would that look yeah, like? Yeah, you see the footage, the, uh, <laughs> who, who, was it Eric Stoltz that was going to play Marty in Back yeah, to the Future? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, when you see like the original footage on set before they fired him off of that, like yeah. the alternate timeline of what could have been. Yeah, like I, I could Broderick have pulled off I'm the one who knocks? Probably not. Hey, buddy, I'm I do, the one who knocks. <laughs> I do think he works like, like, it kind of makes me think of um, like like John Lithgow in Dexter, where he plays like yeah the Trinity know, Killer yeah. yeah yeah exactly and that that's an interesting choice where it's like oh I I, I wouldn't not necessarily have suspected that but that's kind of why it is perfect casting yes uh, and I could almost see Broderick going in that direction you know because the whole point is to you know obviously turn Mister Chips into Scarface and I obviously I see Mister Chips it's just maybe that would have made the transition to Scarface all the more amazing <laughs> I don't know. I- I guess I, I I guess I could have said the same thing about Brian Cranston when uh, Breaking Bad came out, and I think a lot of people did. Sure, yeah. Yeah. you know, but at the same time, I mean, he did do X Files before, and he played a he he really acted his heart out in a way that you never really saw before. So yeah, uh, interesting, interesting thought experiment. I mean, like he I, don't know. I think he does have that unlikability, though. I wonder if you know he's at the center. Are there as many? reddit fans or whatever being like justice for walt at the end of that like maybe he could have sold sold the unlikability more like cranston is such a real person in that like that's the thing about that that show that that is so incredible hot take uh it's like (laughs) it is a show that on paper has so much like about the human condition uh, you know, like uh, the suburban men and fatherhood and like, you know, American masculinity and all of this subtext is built into it. But Cranston plays it so straight and everyone on yeah. that show, including the writers, play it so straight that like you can't help but love the characters like he's such a real person in that you don't feel any of the like weightier, headier ideas. And I wonder if you put Broderick in that, is it more of a like um, like a Shakespearean fall? Like, it, is it more like, right, sure. Does it become more of a, of a mental exercise than an emotional exercise? Oh, because election is like that, right? Like you watch sure. election and that's an entertaining movie, but you're clearly watching satire. It's also a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's it's different. That's sort true. of a key difference there in the way he's used. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, well, he's not good in this one, though. That's that's the important thing. He's not good in Dr. Halls. <laughs> oh, he's oh. quite bad in this, oh, as, he, as is everyone. You uh, thought he was bad? You thought everyone was bad in this movie? I, I did. I thought this was a, a pretty horrendous movie, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, neat. Uh, could be one of the worst movies we've ever done on this show. <sighs> and uh, it, it really Another makes Danny the- DeVito movie is uh, coming in for that spot, though, too, is uh, The Owen Ohio. This oh, reminded me a lot of that performance. <laughs> From Danny DeVito. <laughs> you I'm mean very, one where he's not trying? Yeah. I'm, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> disappointed you guys hated it so much. I thought it was so good. <laughs> did it I remind it, you a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog 2? It really Adam? did, guys. It's a, it, like I was, I you needed like it. a the, the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and I got it with Deck the Halls here. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> so this is a movie that came out oh, it, when we were kids, 2006. So I was 11. We were all 11. Yeah. Um... And they all kind of blended together. There was Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, yeah. There was the Santa Claus series happening around the same time. Uh, you know, there, there were a number of movies like this that were kind of aimed at kids. And now they would just be like Netflix straight to TV movies. But back then it was apparently commercially viable to put like Tim Allen 
and fucking I don't know Paul Giamatti in in a you know broad studio comedy <laughs> that costs way more than it should because like watching this like you can shit on the Netflix movies as much as you want but like you can't say that those movies aren't well budgeted <laughs> yeah right you I know they, so. they cost the exact appropriate amount and you're watching this and it's like there's really no difference at all between this movie and and falling for Christmas but falling for Christmas just knows that it's bad and uh and and executes accordingly this movie is just an expensive nightmare it's so bad guys yeah one of the worst movies we've done on this podcast I would say uh <laughs> so, so bad in fact that it was making making me uh, kind of hate Christmas a little bit I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be <laughs> perfectly honest with you guys no because you got to think about it I mean it's because of uh, the the holiday of Christmas. I mean th- that it sort of allowed this movie to happen, right? It's because of Christmas <laughs> that we get shit like Deck the Halls. All I mean, of my the best God. things, though. All I, of the best things, Adam. Yes. Spawn all of the worst things. That's true. that's just how it. Because people go where the people are. You know what I mean? I see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, of this, course there's a million shitty Christmas movies. It's because Christmas is the best holiday. That's, that's why there's so many bad. bad yeah, movies. but like this might be the worst Christmas movie we've ever done on this show. Period. Yeah, that we've done, but I mean, there's so many we haven't. Jeez Louise, <laughs> I, you might be right though. Like Halloween in general spawns pretty good movies. I would say some great movies, and uh, and often some great ones. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily but say that. I, I think about there Christmas. are more good Christmas movies than there are good Halloween movies. Well, because there are more Christmas movies. Period. Right. Right. It just casts sure. a wider net. I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can think of a lot of classic Christmas movies, but those don't happen anymore. If you're talking about like the theatrical movies, like- well, Last Christmas. Instant oh, yeah. classic, <laughs> really cr- great. No, but I could count on like one, like t- maybe two hands. How many like great Christmas movies there are off the top of my head? There really aren't that many, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a Wonderful Life. Really hasn't been topped. No, I don't know. For me, there's only like one Halloween movie that I'm like, yes, I want to watch this every year, and that's Trick or Treat. Yeah. So, well, <sighs> well, yeah. Well, that's know. the question. Talk like judging a Halloween film is tough because you know there aren't. There are plenty of films that fit under the, you know, like the, you know, things that Halloween invites. Like there are plenty of movies. Yeah, like that's that. not. Like, that well, any, count, any, right? horror movie any horror could movie, be a really. Movie, right? right, but, but that doesn't you, count. Like, well, you that's need a movie I'm, that knows what it's about. You know what I mean? That has the vibe of Halloween. No, okay. no. Like, I, part of the idea or part of the problem, I guess, is that even Halloween, the holiday, doesn't always know what it's about. Not like Christmas does. Christmas knows what it's about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and a, I don't I don't mean and I don't mean about. Jesus Christ or, <laughs> or family. I mean fucking commercialization, lights, fucking ribbons. Yeah, like, it's a it's it, a license to lower your standards. Oh, it's but that's yeah, the it's, that's, that's what the month gives you. It's yeah. strangely much much trashier than anything I've seen from Halloween. I, I I would say that's accurate, yes. Way trashier. Yeah. Which is so weird to say, but like Yeah, I don't know. Well, and because again, because those who are doing a movie about Halloween or any other holiday have a much stronger passion for that holiday. Because it's not the biggest fucking holiday of the year. But that's why I think the, world. the movies are better you know I mean? too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe too, like, you know, the main theme of, of your average Christmas movie is going to be this is a commercialized holiday and we need to value family over all else. I mean, that is the, the, the majority, you know, but like what these films don't realize is that they are engaging in the very culture that they're satirizing. Mm-hmm. And Halloween movies don't do that. 
like Halloween movies are like revelatory and uh, like they lean into the schlockiness of the holiday and and the sort of cheapness of it all. Whereas Christmas movies are like like you know something like uh, Jingle All the Way is like, yeah, isn't this holiday such trash? Here's a hundred million dollar movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger to tell you all about it, and it's yep. like the the irony there is frustrating, particularly in that, something like Deck the Halls. That's always been a Hollywood problem too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, certainly. But like Deck the Halls is, uh, I guess. Well, I'm not really sure what the theme of this movie is, but it. Yeah, me <laughs> like it, it's kind of it's lamenting the gaudiness of the holiday while also producing the gaudiest product imaginable. And it's always it's always been a little disingenuous. Like there are very few movies. There's like occasionally like a bad Santa that comes around or even like Eyes Wide Shut in, in its own way that is is it comes with its claws out for the holiday and does not apologize. I would argue Krampus does this very well. Yes. Krampus does, too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so. definitely. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Violent Night uh, yeah. just yeah, see, in theaters now, but I suspect it also does not meet the. Right. criteria yeah uh what what is the theme of this movie dick the halls what's the plot of this movie y- you didn't well, notice it because for you it's just life i think that's why you didn't notice it but <laughs> oh, uh yeah, dude <laughs> to the rest of us we caught the deep existential themes that all of these characters were going through their their crises on what is the meaning of life what is my purpose all of the characters go through this, except for the women who are not characters in this movie. <laughs> but all of the characters, including the ten-year-old hey, boy, Chenoweth gets the nice musical number at the end. Sure, oh, that was fine. She gets uh, the ten-year-old holy you, night from the ten-year-old boy to Danny DeVito to Matthew Broderick. They're all sitting there contemplating what is my purpose, what is life. The ten-year-old and their wives, boy does? and their wives at the end does, go. Yes. The purpose is family, duh. And oh. that's the end of the movie. So. <laughs> Well, I guess that's <laughs> been there, my guy. <laughs> you see why, see why you missed it, Nico? You're like, yeah, those are thoughts that everybody has. <laughs> that's not characterization. Don't we all sit and ponder our purpose? Yeah, I too have been like confronted with that question. What is my purpose? And then responded by coating my home with Christmas cheer. <laughs> How did you feel about the 10-year-old being like, I'm 10. What have I accomplished? Oh, my God. Yeah, welcome to my childhood, dude. <laughs> it is kind of funny that that's what he thinks his purpose is. I'm going to, I'm going to light my... I'm going to use so much electricity as to bankrupt an entire nation just so I can be seen from outer space as if that's some sort of greater call to like... Well, and that's one of the fundamental flaws of this movie is they start out with this very heady concept and then the follow-through is just the weakest of weak sauce. What it is we, so stupid. Heady concept? You just, just the idea that I need to be seen from space? No, 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 no. Like the first... 20 minutes of this movie is all of these characters going through their existential crises. Yeah. I, uh, As we're introduced to each one. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I think that's right. I mean, yeah, Broderick is an overplanner who I think is clinging on to tradition. Yeah. And I can relate to that too, by the way. I can relate to all these characters uh, because I, <laughs> oh I am God. I am also a, a holiday scheduler 
And I, I am very strict about, you know, when the lights go up, when the tree goes up, when we watch this event on TV, when we watch this movie, whose house <laughs> we're doing Christmas Eve at. I'm, I'm very I, this podcast. I, I, I think I've been the biggest proponent of doing only Christmas movies in December because we have to be rigid about it. It is a tradition. Mm, God and forbid. I, and yeah. I think like Broderick, <laughs> I have lost sight of why the traditions are there in the first place. <laughs> And have continued to beat the dead horse just because it's what you do during the holidays. I'm very precious. I don't know why. I'm very precious about Christmas. Hmm. What do you think it's, that uh, is? Uh, are we in therapy again? <laughs> I guess we're going, we're going back to are this. Are we in therapy? Okay. Hey, I, I'd like some therapy after this thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, Christmas reminds you of your childhood, Nico. And it's, it's one of the only times you can feel at peace because you don't feel the ticking clock of death. <laughs> And supposedly you know what you're getting. I suppose. Do you think, that's, do you think that's maybe? Did I do enough psychoanalyzing? <laughs> Fra- frankly. I think I've got you figured out. <laughs> frankly, I, I don't care why you like Christmas. <laughs> so uh, Danny DeVito, uh, he's a used car salesman. Who is doing quite poorly at his new? Well, actually, he's doing no, well, so he, but he's but he's bored by it. He's bored because he's such a good salesman. Like he can literally sell a car to the owner of the dealership. Yes, he can. literally, he does it <laughs> in this film and pay sticker price for it. Uh, he's so good, but he's bored by the whole thing. He's like, I need a better purpose. So that's what you know prompts him to move to another town and try a, a new venture he's he's constantly uprooting his family and the the quest for something greater none of this is revealed by the way until like the end of the movie that he's been doing any of this so I, yes. every weird decision he makes to 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 take his career this way or that way is kind of out of context for me part of the reason why i hated the movie so much i'm just like i don't understand really why you're doing was, this stuff it was revealed earlier than yet this is a 90 minute movie so like <laughs> The, no, it was revealed wife, like halfway through. Like it wasn't that. The wife says that the like she leaves him, and she says no, but like before that. Before that, they're having a conversation, and she's like, "You need to stop constantly uprooting us." She literally like they have a conversation. Um, yeah, she's like, "I know you. You keep getting bored at these things, and you right. move on they to have the next thing." It's like the they felt, they felt you don't know what your fucking purpose it's is. The <laughs> second he gets home from the car dealership. Yeah, they have that so conversation throwing. too. I was on my phone the whole time too, so that also <laughs> okay. Well, you weren't watching <laughs> the movie, so there's I mean, also that. What uh, do you want? <laughs> we we well, we get to the point where uh, I was like, the motivation of this movie is just I want to be seen from space, right? I, I, Which is such a 2006 the, thing, by the way. Why? <laughs> like he wants the idea to leave of Google a mark. Maps, yeah. Adam, he wants to leave a mark. How right. is that? <laughs> You never Look, I to get leave it, a mark dude. on the world. I to- yeah, I totally fucking get it. I totally get the idea of like doing pointless things for, uh, because I, I'm I'm called to it, you know. But this is a this is a this yes, it's a pointless thing. It was also a, a pointless thing that costs a lot of money. I was oh, I mean, listen, I spare no expense at the holidays. <laughs> you have, yeah, but you have, you know, <laughs> a guy like that, Adam, right? A guy who can sell anything. What's he can money? sell anything. Yeah, <laughs> right. What is money? I was gonna say, how what's many- money? We all know a house like this, too, by the way, right? Like, we've all driven past the house. I, yeah. I have one in my town. Abby has one on her road that's fairly well known. Yes. Um, I'll there's... call out my next door neighbor. I'll call her out. Ooh, spicy. She, um, <laughs> a deck the halls like feud. <laughs> every holiday, not just Christmas, every holiday, oh Flag Day, Arbor Flag. Day, you name it, every fucking holiday, she puts out 40 different giant inflatables for okay. the holiday. 
So there's it's been an, there's been like terrifying inflatable bunnies. Oh my Easter. god, it's the worst, Adam. Oh, she no. overdoes it for everything. There is no it's excess, only excess. She has some uh some some Native Americans up for Thanksgiving, which she's very old. <laughs> um not really like appropriate a, like a cigar store indian <laughs> oh yeah oh no oh no with the pilgrims put them up on columbus day take she, them down she after puts on her redskins helmet just running around it's rough it is rough <laughs> jesus christ and i'll tell you in her household santa is white <laughs> there's no qualms about that she's very old very no war on Christmas on this block. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Christmas fights back. Yeah, I, we we have a house actually right up the street that since I was a, a child it has like giant, you know, the one Nick has got the giant cardboard cutouts of Scooby Doo and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, every year it gets more elaborate and there's more characters put on the lawn. And now they like open up their backyard and they charge admission. And you can just like walk hell? through the Winter Wonderland and it's synced to music and shit. Oh my god. Yeah. That's horrible. Okay, just really quick though, like I'm not paying admission to I'll walk in your backyard. I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm not paying admission. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to just walk in people's yards. Like what? Yeah, me too. It's it's uh it's quite something. Yeah. <laughs> does that does that house with the USA lights on the roofs are those still there? Oh, I'm I'm not. I'm not sure they they still put those up. There's a for house with USA lights oh, for years. They they didn't take them down. Yes, Adam. they were they were up year round. Oh no! Red, white, and blue Christmas lights that spell out the letters USA on their roof. On their roof, like they covered the entire roof. Yeah, wow. yeah. Kind of like this. Yeah, kind of like, like that. But it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not sure how exactly he's pulling this off technologically. Like, are those? <laughs> Chris, are those color changing Christmas lights? Yeah, that was the thing. There was a light show that where there were would like project his face because right. the light was so it was essentially a gigantic television. Yes. On, or were those <laughs> LEDs he was working with? I like, think, well, yeah, I think he used the lights like they were pixels. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's quite something. <laughs> <laughs> he built a computer on his roof. God, I would love a screen, to f- a monitor. To, just to figure out what the cost of this is it's just that's what that's what i was enjoying i i enjoyed nothing about the movie uh except for trying to estimate what the actual cost of the lights and the electric bill would actually come out to i did see on imdb there was a fun fact i don't know if you can't trust that site at all but <laughs> i think the stat was it was eight households worth of electricity that a single household or actually two households in the case of this movie could not sustain the amount of electricity coming through there well, but also how much did the everything cost to put up and yes. right. So the only metric we have to possibly guess, they have this MacGuffin in the film, which is just uh, his wife's grandmother's vase, which is, quote, worth more than this entire house. Mm. And when he sells it to pay for all of the lights and then gets it back later, she goes, how did you afford it? And he goes... Let's just say we won't ever be using our credit cards again for the rest of our lives. <laughs> so those are the two vague things we have to go off of for how expensive this was. So we're looking at about what, like 2006, uh, <laughs> what's that, a, uh, a four-bedroom? Right before the housing crash. That is true, yeah. It's about, it's four beds, two and a half baths. Yeah, uh, in Massachusetts. In in Mass, I think it's 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 Western Massachusetts, so. Yep. 
you know, we're not really talking Boston and suburb. No, West Central, sort of. Yeah, we're we're talking, and it's not quite Hickville, Massachusetts either. No, there are no. definitely parts of it that are like that. It, it's it's. Uh, I, I, I think know. we're talking half a million dollars. I think we're going about four fifty. Four fifty would have been my. I guess, was thinking four fifty as well. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, pre, yeah, pre housing <laughs> crash. I think we're about there. <laughs> so if it's worth more, I think yeah, half a million. I think you could you could safely say that's what that vase. And is. you put that on your credit cards, and that. Debt is just going to skyrocket. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's a lot of money to spend for, what, like a four-week four time time span? Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it escalated quickly. Yeah. Plus, you have to worry about the horses. That's true. Which he just, I, How the fuck did he get the camels? <laughs> he got camels. He had to get those shipped in. <laughs> From the fucking Sahara Desert. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot. He had to get that giant generator, too. That thing, I'm sure, sure isn't cheap. I, I do like that he got the camels, but he said he couldn't get the reindeer because they're not indigenous right. to the region. Oh, yeah. It didn't stop him from getting the camels. Uh, sleigh, that giant ass sleigh that, that cost. If you're money. listening to this right now and you're going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got that, that super generator. I forgot about that thing. That thing was ridiculous. Yes. He did okay. get, yes, the, uh, what was it called? Like the Mach 3000 uh, Xfinity Center. <laughs> <laughs> He stole it from the Xfinity Center. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he had to steal a few trees. There, there was the also nuclear that, so. powered. Oh my god! What a horrible movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were some cameos though. Fred Armisen pops up. Yes, from does. yeah, from uh, from uh, Portlandia, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. We have uh, um, among other things. Cal Penn from uh, Harold and Kumar. Oh yeah, that pops up and, and as from a the Obama administration. Ah, you're yeah, that's right. not wrong, and from House. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is what they said during the Obama administration. They didn't reference the Harold and Kumar. They no, said he's from House. He's from House. Beloved actor from House. He killed himself in House. <laughs> yeah, he killed himself. Right, I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think you're right. He did. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, also, uh, Aaliyah Shock Shockat, the daughter in this film. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, I recognize her. I have not seen anything she's in. Why do I recognize her? Arrested Development. Ex- yep. I maybe watched that for a bit. She's I love her in pretty much everything I've ever seen her in, except for this. Okay. I was she convinced, is I was convinced she was she's, a Disney star or something. No. Oh boy. She's really bad in this. Really, really bad. Like it and that's something too. Like kids are usually bad in these movies. Uh, but like when you go out of your way to point out how horrible the kids are in this, all the kids, from the twins oh to God, the, the, twins. The, the boy to her, like, and yeah, I like her in 20th Century Women and First Cow and all like these indie things, but she's awful in this. Horrendous. More, more importantly, what we're missing here is that this script is horrendous. Okay, can we can we talk about the elephant in the room here? What is the elephant in the room? What's this the is, elephant? This is a horny as fuck movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. It's really horny, but I would say it is horny in the wrong direction. <laughs> Par for the course for 2006, though. Don't you think? What do you mean? Well, so there's these twins. So, okay, here's the thing. Danny DeVito is married to Christian Chenoweth, who uh, I guess is a is an ex-stripper. Is that the implication there? I Well, there's a poll. A poll is alluded to, yes. but Yes, there's not going to be enough room for the poll in our bedroom. Yes. Well, is it? Okay. I thought it was just that they were just like it's a, a horny couple. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's all. That's all I thought it was. You know, you need a poll, Nico. What? You don't have a poll? Uh, oh, I, I got a poll. <laughs> yeah, she she's a bit of a floozy, I guess. I mean, she's not really. Um, I guess she's not by by profession a stripper, but she 
is a bit promiscuous and the implication here is that she messed around in her young age and she finally settled down for a real man and that real man is <laughs> Danny DeVito. all five feet of Danny DeVito. Who produ- they produce some genetically dubious astounding, yes. astounding <laughs> genetic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, two of Science the shortest to... human beings on the planet. Like, produce. They, I am convinced that they uh, must have been like the test subjects of like genome altering. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I, I don't really know what's going on here, but like. Uh, they're introduced, these these two girls, and they're in high school. I don't know what the actual ages of the actresses are, but they are playing high school students. Uh, and when they're introduced, they come down the stairs in like a skimpy schoolgirl outfit. And uh, the, the son, uh, uh, Matthew Broderick's son, uh, is in the room for this. And his eyes just open and go, can I live here? And the whole movie, he's just like spying on the girls from across the way with binoculars, watching them like engage in pillow fights mm. <laughs> through the blinds um, <laughs> just perv out over them Nor- normal kid stuff yeah just normal kid yeah, stuff that's okay <laughs> but that was i i thought quite alarming the sexualization but, but uh, oh dear listener don't you worry it gets much worse how does it get worse nick you want to explain how it gets worse sorry my cat's screaming does your cat want to explain how it gets worse uh, are you talking about the uh, the who's your daddy, or are you talking about the cop? Of course, I'm talking about who's your daddy. Okay, because there's both. I mean, the cop. We we can't skip well, over the cop. That yeah, table. Yeah, that, that was one. a okay. Um, there's a scene where uh, Matthew Broderick with his neighbor buddy, which uh, Danny DeVito, they're both trying to sort of like outman each other, I guess. Yeah. So these three girls come up and start dancing on stage, and they're being uh filthy cat callers and they're <laughs> screaming at him like yeah girls blah blah and then matthew broderick starts going who's your daddy who's your daddy and he says it like nine fucking times for some reason they kept that in the script not just once nope we're gonna really drill it home <laughs> and yeah. the girls turn around and lo and behold it's their daughters <laughs> and he goes i'm your daddy <laughs> <laughs> And then they run to the church and start like cleaning their eyes out with the holy water. It's just horrible so stuff. Stupid. What are they doing? It's so it's, bad. It's a really bad take. Who's yeah. your daddy? <laughs> bad, uh, bad writing. Like you didn't even need the scene. Like why is that in the movie? <laughs> it just takes it to a whole new level. I mean, there's yeah, there's multiple scenes, and as you said, the cop was another one. Uh, it's an- also, mind you, these girls are 15, correct? Uh, they're young enough. Yeah. In the script, I believe they say. Oh, your daughter's 15. My daughters are 15. Yeah. So these are 15 year olds. So the fact that this it's bad enough that their dad's doing it, obviously, but like the script is the guilty party here. Yeah. And there's like close ups (laughs) on their ass and shit as they're dancing there. Right. Yeah. It's it's well, I'm watching it, too. And they they come out and I knew instantly where it was going. You know exactly. Of course. What the fuck? What are you doing? I just. just, But also, isn't it bad that we're watching this movie and no part of our brain is going, they wouldn't do that. Every part right. of our brain is going, yeah. that's absolutely what they're doing. And totally. that's bad. Right. That <laughs> We were so on the wavelength of this movie. <laughs> it set that tone early on. Like, yeah, there's going to be some uh, some uh, family shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the only way I can put yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a, a very strange porn subcategory satisfied here. 
It's like uh, Adam and his furry obsession with Sonic the Hedgehog. It's Sonic, yeah. Oh, that's what it's about, huh? You caught me, guys. <laughs> it's a furry obsession. I'm re- Adam, think- do you wear the tail as a butt plug, or do you just wear it on the outside with like a wrap around like a belt? Do you Ooh. tie it on like fucking Eeyore's tail and, <laughs> and Winnie the Pooh? No, I use it as a sock. <laughs> oh, not that what? kind of sock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to ask what kind of sock, but no, I don't actually. You dye it blue? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> what's your What's your fursona, Adam? <laughs> my first is that a, that is not an actual term. Is that that's a, a term? Is that yeah, no, it's your first. Oh my yeah, god, that's a term. That's you should know this as a furry. I guess I should. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, all furries have fursonas. Yeah. <laughs> have I told you guys the story about when I was in college and like I was bashing the furries, and then somebody in the group was like, "Wait a minute, I'm a furry." You bashed furries? Yeah, I do recall this. Yeah. I was like talking shit. And the guy was like, excuse me, sir. Could you not? I'm a furry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I I think I've interacted with one furry before who claimed it's not a sex thing. And I'm just going to right now say, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what you think. Are we furry bashing probably, right now? Totally. Yeah, oh, guys. Come on. Yeah, I don't care. We can't be furry bashing, all right? I have a cousin that's a furry, so I think it's okay. Oh, my Lord. It's like a distant cousin. I haven't seen him in, like, years. Where are we going? I haven't seen him in years, but, like, what is happening? I, we're friends on Facebook. And, I, again, I have, I, maybe I saw him when we, we were, like, 14. And uh, one day I just saw his Facebook. Like, he, he was, I think, he was going through it for a while there. Like, you know, had a, diff- a bunch of different phases. Like, like, you know, like all of us, we go through our goth phase, we go through our fucking, I never did. Yeah, but, but you don't come back from some of them. Right, that's, that, right, that's a good point, dude. Like, <laughs> You don't come back from some phases. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Nico, I'd, <laughs> I'd love to see the phases that you went through, if assuming you actually went through any phases. I, mean, I, yeah, I went like through like fucking Woody Allen phases. You know what I mean? That's what I did. Like through a Woody Allen yeah, phase. Like, when I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? That was about? the extent of my, you know, kind of coming You're of age per- experience. You were perpetually in the Woody Allen phase. It was like, phase. you know, discovering fucking Kubrick movies. That, that was uh, it. That was my whole thing. I, I didn't really like evolve that much. Like what you saw was what you got with me for most of my childhood. Okay. I kind of got there early and never. He had a magic phase. I did have a magic phase. All right, phase. well, that's, that's a phase. And that's then he a, had a game show phase. That's still legi- still right. in that one. Legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legitimate phase, though. I give you that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this, this, but anyway, this cousin I just saw one day on Facebook, he had, had changed his name to like Sky Star uh, Bluey or whatever, like whatever it was. It was like, and, and his profile pictures were just of the creature. The creature? The creature. <laughs> the creature like it's the frankenstein's the black monster lagoon. the creature well, it was it was like uh you know <laughs> the, the, the blue furry thing ah. oh cookie monster yeah listen i'm sure it's good for the people that do it you know I, like i'm sure there's some people that you know that just can't uh no if you're not hurting anybody whatever yeah i mean whatever but just don't lie to me and tell me you're not sexually into some shit <laughs> Right. I'm, Don't like, piss on me and tell me it's raining. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless you're into that, I guess. I you know? <laughs> I'm not judging. Well, I'm a little bit, but like, <laughs> but I don't bit. care. Whatever. Right. I judge all sorts of things. You know, yeah. I mean, people who like food that I don't like, I judge them too. Whatever. How do you gravitate towards <laughs> furries and like 
like I love your stories with like the communist girl in what was it Subway or something? That's a great story. <laughs> Forgot where you said that you that you had a conversation with this, some communist chick. That was very funny. And <laughs> pull out your Rolodex of stories, Nico. Jesus, I don't remember that one. <laughs> oh no, yeah, <laughs> that must have been in season three. Look the, yeah, yeah look at the During podcast the archives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's there. Listen, I in college. All of you went to Emerson. Yeah, You're gonna meet I, all sorts of crazy people. I, yes, the colleges that I went to, there were some colorful care. I mean, most college campuses but are, <laughs> are breeding grounds yeah, in for, Boston too. Worst, on top yeah, of it, the worst thing you take out of Emerson is that you hate Wes Anderson, right? <laughs> you see the Grand Budapest Hotel, and that's it. That, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> that's the worst. Thing. I mean, was I, that worth was that worth uh, sixty five thousand dollars to learn you hate uh, Wes Anderson? <laughs> Yeah, I was just surrounded by some. I mean, but I remained steadfast. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was not changed by the experience at all. Like as you said, that was my main takeaway. But it's yeah, it's, it was unusual. I talked to a lot of weird, a lot of weird characters in that campus, man. I bet. Yeah, we've met some weird people over the years. Yeah. 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 I mean, I enjoy it, but like, yeah. I'm. Here's the thing: I'm not a very accepting person. <laughs> Keep a small circle. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm very, I'm very picky. I'm very choosy. Nico, I, th- I feel like I'm one of those weirdos that just never left. Right. You've kind of hung around. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. He's, well, I, he's kind. Adam's kind of like a tick. Mm, right. That's yeah. accurate. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. who introduces many many diseases like pink flamingos? Right. <laughs> exactly. That's Let me it. ask you guys a question, though. Yeah. What? Because <laughs> I really don't want to talk about this movie. Yeah, I'm, really I'm already done talking about in this case movie. That wasn't clear to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it was fucking bad. Like, you ever talk to people that like have a lot of friends, like me? No, not like you. I have so many friends. Like me? Like, <laughs> certainly not like you either. Like, that have, like, a lot of friends and that, like, are in a million text chains and then are just constantly communicating with people all the time. That's like, mean. I think that, I think that was me in high school. Yeah, like. And early college. And I don't do that me, anymore. That's not, I can't. No, but it's, it's, that's me now. I'm, I'm talking about another level than, than you. I don't, I don't I'm think. I'm at that level, bro. I, I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm all muscle. I'm at that level. <laughs> right. There was a time, dude, where it's like every single night there was like multiple things that I went out to do, like right. multiple groups of people I hung yeah. out with in one night, every night. Right. Do you like buy those people? What do you mean? No, I was fake as like, shit, dude. Right. Do you oh. buy it? Like there are some people that are just like, I, I love being around people. I'm such a people I, person. I, oh, it's like, like, fuck oh, you, dude. No, 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 no. I do buy it a little person. bit, no, though. Those I do buy it a little bit because I did like no. it, though. I do. What did you like, like about being, it? Oh no! I, I like being around people. I like when I when I go to parties or when I go to events. What I typically do is I latch on to a couple of people, either people I haven't met before or people I haven't seen in a long time, and I just sit and talk to them for like an hour and a half. I love that, and I love that when I go out to a place. But like, I don't love crowds. Right. I love going to crowds to find a person to have a conversation with. Mm. But, yeah, I guess that's maybe not what I'm really talking about. Because I similarly will pick. I could do that. Too. I don't. I don't usually do this with strangers, but I, I, I pick a, a person or two at an event, and I kind of just. And Adam and I are often at the same. No, but I, I feel like you talk that. to like the same people. Yeah, because I know who I like. That's what I'm saying. I I go out of my way to like not talk to the people that I know. Yeah, that's great, Nick. I don't buy it though. <laughs> what, what don't you buy? About I don't it? buy it. I don't buy that. That's enjoyable. 
Like I like I feel like I got my tribe, and that's the tribe. And occasionally someone can wiggle their way in, but they got to do work to get in. Like I I'm not going out to try bigger. I'm not doing missionary work. I'm not get. I'm not like recruiting Rico people. Is so terrified of change. It's so weird. <laughs> it's I'm amazing. Recruiting. It's like I am actively recruiting. Thing. In fact, if you <laughs> email us at too many thoughts media at gmail.com, I am yeah. actively recruiting. <laughs> Come on in for your circle. Yeah, you can join my circle. No, I see. I don't. <laughs> please direct all your messages to Nick directly. Nick yeah. wants to fire everybody. Basically, yeah. no. I'm trying no, to I, trim the fat, dude. Oh my like, god! I That's have, why he's trying to end the fantasy league. I am. <laughs> I can't be bothered. <laughs> Holy shit! No, here's the thing. I do actually consider myself a people person. Like I think, like I am pretty social, and I'm like pretty. You know, I I, I enjoy conversation. Well, I en- here, well, here's a good question. Just because you can hold a conversation, does that make you a people person? Because you can hold a conversation extremely well. I but. enjoy patter, but I enjoy yeah, it with yeah. a partner that I've danced with before. Like, do you I enjoy don't, genuinely I don't like, meeting new people and no, learning about them? That, that, no, okay, you're not a people, people person. person. Absolutely not. Then you're not a people Who person. Does? See, I don't buy that I anyone do. does, though. I love it. Who I wants really to do. be around people you don't know? Who likes that? Depends. I do. I, I I've been in scenarios where I'm 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 fascinated. If I go to a bar and then it's like, oh, this person's bringing their girlfriend that you've never met or their boyfriend that you've never met, I'd be oh, like, fuck oh, that shit, dude. Oh, right, Don't get me wrong. It'll be fun. Not all people are very interesting to talk to. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Most aren't. This is true. Most but are not. I love trying. <laughs> and if they if it turns out to be a dud, you move on. Yeah. I think in general. But too, I find with most people, if you ask the right questions, you can find something. Yeah, I'm very uncomfortable with um, the like trying to reestablish rules of engagement. Because I think like there's just a certain language and vibe that I've de- that I've developed carefully over the years with my friends, mm. where it's like I know where the line is, I know where sometimes the lack of a line is, I know what I can say, and I know how I can joke. Oh boy! Because okay, I'll I'll give you an anecdote. <laughs> So I, I was invited to a, a Friendsgiving recently of a very good friend of mine who I, I have that pattern with, but no one else at the party was someone that I knew. And you can't do that pattern with in front of their girlfriend. Or, oh, guys, right? no laughter. No laughter. No laughter. She laughed at none of the jokes. Just no laughter. I mean, no, no thank you. I mean, no thank you. Like if I, I I'm like you know like some comics like they love the experience of bombing, I don't like that. Some people oh. thrive off that, you know, go, going in, onto a stage and you, whatever the reaction is, let the reaction be what it is. No, I need to make sure that I am, <sighs> I am performing to a sold out crowd at Madison Square Garden that is all there to see me. So are you gonna like you're never gonna travel and talk to a French person? Yeah, fuck that shit. Dude. Wow. Oh no, I can't do that. No, 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 no. That's that's a bad take. Right I, well, I won't talk to a French person on principle. No, no. But other than that, Japanese. Person, I can make that. I can make yes. that joke because well, I am okay, French. Okay, let but. me give you. Oh, okay, because that's a no. That that's a very there lonely. Is, there is one French guy I was friends with in Japan, and the only our entire friendship was telling each other to go fuck themselves and making fun of. He'd be like, "You fucking filthy American." I'd be like, you dumb frog. Yep. <laughs> and that was our relationship. He was a great That's guy. Great. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, traveling and talking to people, I guess, is fun when, like, you're trying to figure out, like, what you got to, what, what what there is to see in the area or recommendations for restaurants or whatever. Like, that's cool and everything. I, I think, like, pretending to be interested in someone else's life, I have a hard time with. Mm. I guess that's You're not genuinely interested, though? Not, no, not really. No. Not really. 
Mm. But like you'll watch movies about very mundane people and very specific work that they do or they're, you know, things that other people would find really boring and you're interested in that. That's true. Why can't you be interested in a real person? (laughs) Well, (laughs) okay, caveat. I'm, I'm interested in the things that they themselves do not realize I'm interested in. So I, I was actually just talking about this with a friend the other day over cigars. Back to my you know small social circle or whatever. Uh, we're talking about uh, you know what what our friends do for a living, and there was one friend who like I didn't know what they did, and this is one of my cl- closest friends in the world. Like, like his job description was not immediately coming to mind, and uh, you know what we realize is that we don't care what the fuck anyone does for a living but the first thing the first thing you hear when you start a conversation with someone is what they do for a living yeah no one no this everyone knows that no one cares it's the first thing people ask is what do you do and i I just feel like so much of this performance of of like meeting people and you know building a circle and you know getting to know someone begins with lies Uh, And I feel like that I just can't get past that. You know what I think? I I think I can articulate this a little bit because my favorite part about it is I like asking questions and keep asking questions until I can find the right question that puts a chip in the wall and breaks down that wall. That's That's what I really enjoy. That's the shit. No, that's the best. But that's my. But it always starts out with that. It starts out that way. It does. It's a lot of work to get there, though. But I've done fifteen years, twenty years of work sometimes with other people in my life, breaking down those walls to the point where we can only get to the good stuff by the time I see them. Sure. Doesn't that like devalue the good stuff, though? It does for me. I've had instances with people that I've only had like meaty conversations, and they insist on getting deep on nothing, and I'm just like, yeah, (laughs) you're to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like there, there we go, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I don't know. I I I like a good blending of like you know being able to dig into someone and have an interesting, intimate conversation, and then just bullshitting sometimes. Shooting the shit can be nice too. I'm not a chatter. Mm. I don't like chat. You know, you don't chat. I'm not. I'm not a chatter. I don't like. I don't care. Oh, what's up with the fucking project? You fucking. I don't care. Don't care. Uh, I was Can't at a wedding bothered. like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and uh, a lot of my close friends were there. Friends I talk to every single week, and I did not talk to them. I only talked to people I haven't seen in like three years, like Listen, the whole night. I, I respect the, it. The groom and bride like spoke to them yeah. the night before and hung out with them. I haven't seen them in a long time. I respect it. I uh, I just don't get it. I, d- I don't understand how you have the strength. <laughs> I'm, 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 I get so tired at those things. I, I feel the battery just draining out of me every time I have to sit there and pretend to care about. You know why? Because you're, you're an introvert. You're fucking. You're more Girl of an Scouts. introvert than you want to. Yeah, your daughter's Girl Scout troop. I just don't think you're comfortable doing it more than anything. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, it's awful. It's not that bad. It's okay. Let's just let's let's fucking let's talk movies for five hours. I'll talk movies. You know, let's let's sit there and I fucking just, let's get into it. You know, I okay. So funny, I just got off the phone with a friend of mine that I'm probably going to see tomorrow. He's a high school friend, and you know, he he's he lives in like California, so he's 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 back here now for the holidays. And you know, he's like, oh, let's hang out tomorrow. And like, it takes about thirty seconds into the conversation, we're already talking about movies. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Stop, 
Stop, stop, stop. I don't want to talk about fucking movies. I just saw seven movies yesterday. I'm done talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, what, but then what is there what, to talk about, though? Uh, plenty. And then we, oh and we, no, like, what what are there to talk about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? <laughs> there are some people that are like this, though. No, there are some people that are like... <laughs> what is there to talk about? There Adam, are some what else people. is there life but movies? <laughs> oh, what my else Lord. Is there? there are some people that are like... that are. You ever met these people that are not into anything? Like, they don't have interests... Uh, I, yes. Like they literally don't yes. like in, like they don't read they don't watch anything they don't they're not into sports like they they they're not into politics they're not into anything they literally don't follow anything yeah like how is that not the most boring person on the planet I'm not talking about like not into anything no, but I'm the, just talking about movies no whatever movie whatever yeah. like it, I'm it I can find be sports, that intriguing it can be whatever. though yeah. Because I feel like there's What's something fucking intriguing about them. It's I, not like some, unless you're the lying. Dalai Lama. Like you're not somewhere like, they're lying. Somewhere they are interested and, and they don't like realize. You have the answers to life. Like I don't give a shit if you don't want to talk fantasy football with me. I don't give a shit. Like there needs to be something. There needs to be a topic. We no, talked I about think they, they don't realize that there is something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, mm. You got to help them figure out what it is. Yeah, that's why. That's where the digging comes in. That's part of the fun of that conversation right there. Oh, dude, there are some people that just. I that they can't be helped. But some of those there are people some people who can't be well. Okay, I I wouldn't want to be friends with this person, and I think the conversation only happens once. But those people you're talking about, where it's like, wow, you're really just not into fucking anything. It's kind of a fascinating. Well, actually, conversation. wait a minute. You're into you're into one thing actually, and you're into yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it usually true, is. Yeah. They're into you know how much their mortgage has gone up in the last month. They're into what their portfolio looks I, like. They're into that. And those are the people that I just and there's too many of them out there. I do remember. Well, <laughs> there's so many of them. I'm not friends with many of those people, but I do remember those people when I've come into contact with them. Yes, I still like like people I used to work with like like way back when. I'm like God, that person just sucked. But but it was they were memorable with how shitty they were. <laughs> I I can't I I. I I, I think maybe I'm scarred by my experiences with those people mm. that I just can't go out into the wild and just start asking, you know. I, don't know, I used to have this coworker. He was this uh, older guy, and he was always miserable. He was just always so fucking grumpy. I'd never seen him happy. And, you know, you try to talk to him about things and just nothing, nothing good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, one time we were driving around for work and there's like a TJ Maxx or something or a fucking Marshalls or whatever. Goodwill maybe. And uh, I think Goodwill. And he's like, Oh, I want to stop here. And I'm like, all right, we shouldn't be stopping around the clock. Whatever. You're the boss. I'm an intern. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We pull in and he starts digging through all the old VHSs. And it turns out this guy, his hobby is buying and collecting old VHSs, reselling them. <laughs> But, like, God, I've never seen the guy's eyes light up more than when he was, like, (laughs) looking for rare fucking VHS tapes. I mean, sometimes the thing they're interested in is not something, A, they would ever tell anybody, and, B, maybe not even something they realize they're super into. Yes. Uh, But, listen, like. It's out there. Yeah, tell me that shit, though. But they, they're, they're, they don't even, know. Yeah, let's let's, let's get they're, to that point. They're either embarrassed or they don't know. Right. Let's, whatever it is you're into, like. And we, we talk about this a lot like some of my favorite movies ever are uh, are about things that I have no interest in oh, but yeah, if the too. movie can articulate what why the interest lovers of it love about yeah. it like I, I feel like you know a great car movie makes me want to be a mechanic you know I, I fell in love with Hustle from this year for kind of the same reason sure so yeah yeah. I mean that's a, you have no interest in basketball but like that is a movie that articulates yeah what other people love about it and there's there's so much detail in that oh movie. yeah tremendously uh and so, yeah, like fucking 
you know, read me, you know, the manual to your okay. your your car or whatever, and I, I'm in. Like, but I'm I'm someone who who would love to tell you whatever, but I also don't like particularly talking about myself because I find that boring. I find it very boring to well, talk. Yeah, about Well, yeah, you me. are boring. Though. Well, the, I know. I yeah, know. no, it, it is. It is. <laughs> no, but yeah, <laughs> but, that, but, but that's the kind. No, of No, I don't care about you. I care about what you're into. There's a great line from the the movie High Fidelity. Oh God, uh, with with John Cusack, and uh, I'm going to paraphrase it and probably botch it here, but it's something along the lines of uh, uh, what you're like. Is not uh, what defines you, but it's the things that you like that define you. Um, and I, I, that is, is I don't know that that's the kind of conversation that I find useful and that I find enjoyable. And it's why I'm a podcaster because yeah, it's true. about you know podcasting is about things. <laughs> you know, all podcasts are about yeah, and it's about it's and... about sort of appreciating things. It's not really about the people so much. <laughs> um, but anyway. I think if people enjoyed talking about themselves, but I don't like someone who only talks about themselves. That's the other thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's a uh, weird paradox. No, I, I love people who like you have to like poke and prod before yeah. they start talking about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about. Remember that when we were going to streamline this podcast, Nick? Remember yeah. that? I don't. I don't <laughs> Not today. I don't, Not today. <laughs> I don't particularly care to talk about this movie. I Back to our old say. roots, it's guys. Just, it's a piece of shit. Nothing works. It's not funny. The ending sucks. The green screen effect is is quite amazing. Um, we got quite distracted today. Yeah, I just don't. Care. <laughs> it's tech the halls. It's it's as I as I think I said uh, on our off mic podcast earlier. It's a uh, there's. A, <laughs> It's it's nice that it's not a strict adaptation of the song. They they uh, they were very loose this time around, you know. So it was. So Can you imagine that movie? <laughs> Deck the halls with um, whatever. Who cares? Bottles of Holly. Follow la la la. Don't you know? Yeah. What would they do for that? Tis the season. Bells of is there a woman? Is there a woman named Holly who sells bells? No, it's bows. Oh, bow, oh, bows. Oh. You think Don We Now or Gay Apparel would kind of be reworked as an LGBTQ thing? I think it Probably, could. yeah. That makes sense. Oh, wow. They really had something here with that song. Yeah, I mean, maybe like a bros kind of rom-com <laughs> thing. Well, we got to petition Emma Thompson to <laughs> write the script. Uh, this thing was nominated for three Razzies. We're supporting actor for Danny DeVito. We're supporting actress for Christian Chenoweth. Who, by the way, like I... I understand why people find her annoying. I think if she's used right, similar to Broderick, I think if she's weaponized correctly, she really works in things. If you kind of funnel her theater kid energy into the, you know, into the right goal. Mm. I think it's really weird how in Hollywood, if an actor does really well in one movie, people just go like, wow, they can act. And it's like, there's, there's no really consideration for like, how they're being used, I feel like. Totally. Like, it's, she is excellent in the West Wing, but the West Wing kind of uses her as this, like, young, type A, you know, uh, motivated White House staffer. And they kind of take her bubbliness and kind of make that a part of the character. Mm. Whereas, you know, sometimes she's just a little much. <laughs> sometimes just tone it down a little bit, Kristen, okay? Like, you're you're on a movie set. <laughs> you're not on Broadway. <laughs> Uh, also nominated for worst excuse for family entertainment. <laughs> it lost to the Robin Williams vehicle RV <laughs> vehicle uh. RV. 
This movie made $47 million at the box office. It cost $51 million to make. That yeah. makes it a bomb. All right. Thank God. Opened Thanksgiving weekend 2006 to the number four spot at the box office. Yikes. Debuted behind Happy Feet, Casino Royale. Oh, my God. Uh, the Denzel Washington, Tony Scott movie, Deja Vu. Okay. And then this one is number four. Damn. I can tell you I was in the theater that weekend watching Casino Royale, not this. <laughs> <laughs> also playing in cinemas, 2006, Borat. Yeah, saw that. The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. I think I saw that in theaters, too. Uh, Will Ferrell dramedy Stranger Than Fiction. I, I saw that in the theater. I, you saw I that don't think theater. I watched that in I theaters. Wow. And, uh, that the, seems a little old for, for us 11-year-olds. Yeah, that's not what I <laughs> Just because it was Will Ferrell, though. That's why he went to see it. The forgotten DreamWorks movie, Flushed Away, also in theaters. Remember that one? I never saw it. I don't. It's like, uh, I guess it, it, it's about a bunch of rats that live in a sewer. And during the World Cup, I guess, during halftime... Everyone in London, they were they were they were, they were English uh, rats, by the way. Uh, and uh, I guess every uh, World Cup during halftime, the everyone goes to the bathroom at the same time, so the the pipes flood and uh, the rats became flushed away. <laughs> okay, Hugh Jackman, and they drowned, and the movie was over. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Ian McKellen play the rats. Oh my God. Yeah. Stack great movie. I have not seen it since it came out, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's awesome. <laughs> I like Casino Royale and I like Happy Feet, and that's that. You fucking love your Happy I Feet. I do love my Happy Feet. <laughs> I do not love Happy Feet because <sighs> I'm not happy when I watch it, Adam. I don't like that. I don't like. I, I fucking movie. hate that movie. I didn't see the second one. I don't fucking uh, get them. No, that's a uh, good movie. No, it's not. That first one's good. It's a good movie. <laughs> That was when, like, penguins were all the rage. Yeah. That's you, when March the Penguins came out. You don't like penguins, yep. though, right? Just in general? In general, I'm kind of anti-penguin. Why yeah. you anti- I think that? back then I liked penguins, but I still didn't see Happy Feet. Oh, I love penguins. I love my They're love filthy. My yeah, but they're great. They're, they're awesome. fucking disgusting. They're There's, covered in shit, dude. All, all, they all walk animals around. are disgusting. No, no, no. Covered, they're especially fucking vile. Hippos are, are, are much grosser, but hippos are pretty sweet. Apparently, like a hippo will fuck you up more than any other animal. It's the most dangerous animal in Africa. Yeah, Yeah. that's an animal you just got to be careful about. It's more closely descent uh, related to a whale than a pig. Did you know that? Uh, It did not make sense. Yeah, a lot of people think they're pigs. My God, that mouth. Yeah, it'll kill you. Your cat is freaking the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, what the hell's he's going, going with the cat? ape shit out here? He's hungry, I think, but he's been doing this the whole fucking show. Feel- Just coming in my room screaming. Are you neglecting your cat? Nicholas? You know, I might be starting starting soon. <laughs> Apparently, Matthew Broderick was uh, wandering around set frequently during this movie, shaking his head and putting his palms to his forehead, being like, <laughs> "I believe the quote is, I've hit rock bottom." Oh no! <laughs> oh, poor guy. That's not rock bottom. Why didn't he just Maybe quit? It is. I don't know. I, ooh. Here's the thing. If you're on set filming your movie and you know that this is rock bottom, quit. Leave the set. <laughs> don't finish making the movie. One for, one review for this movie called it Drek the Halls. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, well, pretty they good. pulled out their thesaurus for that pun. Yeah. The reviews for this movie were actually pretty funny. There was one you put in the group chat the other day, uh, Adam, Eber from, from uh, Richard Roper, yeah, who's like, uh, 
You can't believe how excruciatingly awful this movie is. It is bad in a way that will cause unfortunate viewers to huddle in the lobby afterwards, hugging in small groups, consoling one another with the knowledge that it's over. It's over. Thank God it's over. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad. It's bad. I found it kind of charmingly dated, though, with like some of the technology. Uh, obviously, the, the whole idea of a satellite... Mm-hmm. being able to see earth from space was very new this was like in the early days of google maps and shit yeah, and it's right. a main part of this plot uh kind of hilarious um and cal penn that's what his character is he's the guy at like the headquarters of google earth looking for Teddy devito's house right also um at the end, when uh, they try to relight Danny DeVito's house, the power flickers out at first, and then all the characters start pulling out their flip phones to turn the lights on. <laughs> They're, like, shining their flip phones up yeah, like lighters at a concert. Power of Christmas. <laughs> what was this ending? So the movie is, like, these two are in a feud, but it's not really clear why they're feuding. It just, Broderick doesn't like DeVito encroaching on his turf or whatever, but he's not, like, super mad about the lights. He's not even super mad about, like, the car damage that... All the the fuck the uh, the ruckus caused his uh, you know his car. Uh, he's just kind of mad, and they're feuding. And eventually, the 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 wives and the children leave for a motel because they keep fighting so much, having a dick measuring contest. And so Devito rips down the lights. It's like actually, yeah, this isn't what Christmas is all about, or whatever. Uh, but then they they save the day by creating a a path of lights. They take all the lights and they string them around town leading all the way to the motel and and it's just a, a path of lights a, a yellow brick road of lights leading back to the devito household so like they Where saved they, the day by lighting yeah. the place mm-hmm. yeah right and then they put the lights all back up anyway the town comes and they light the house and then the lights don't work <laughs> so they take as so they're like all right so i guess what they're gonna do is they're gonna do it with their phones and it's kind of we don't need lights we just need people or whatever but then the lights turn on anyway and the the, the a beam gets shot up into space and yeah very mixed messaging that's all i'm trying to say (laughs) uh yeah i didn't have faith that the movie would stick the landing (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like uh they yeah they jumped off didn't stick the landing fell on their face and they stood back up and they were like (laughs) (laughs) ta-da Yeah, it's almost like this is just a terrible movie. Yeah. Told you we'd get there. I don't. I don't understand. If you're an actor and you're like about to hit rock bottom, just go away from Hollywood for a while. Like sure. you don't need to, you know, get another job. Go work as a cashier for a year or two, and oh man, come have have your comeback be tremendous. <laughs> what do you think Brendan Fraser has been doing all these years? Just in the lab, just waiting, waiting for his <laughs> moment to strike. Is he gonna win? Is yes. he Who's the favorite right now? He is. He is? Okay. Yeah, he's going to win Best Actor. Wow. I hope he does. Of course. I've not seen the movie. The reviews are interesting. They're no, but like, even horrible, just but yeah, the symbolically, he has to win. Do you know what I mean? I think Cruz needs to win personally. Uh, I think the best thing for all of us would be if Cruz won. I think mm. Top Gun needs to win Best Picture. Yes. I think Frazier should win Best Actor. I haven't even seen the movie myself, but yeah, symbolically. Everybody in Hollywood, they love their little story, you know? They they do. 
They yeah. love the Hollywood story. The Globe nominations just came out today. I don't know if you saw that. I think I, I saw a few, yeah. Golden Globes are now back, I guess, and everyone's good graces. Oh, uh, what is going on with The Whale, by the way? What's 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 the scoop on the movie? Because it's I'm like... I, I, I think, in general, it's, it's going to be one of those movies that critics don't like, but Frasier is kind of undeniable in it. Okay. And... I, I think that it's gonna. That's gonna be it. I don't think it's gonna. I saw the trailer and it told me nothing, and it looked dull. Yeah. Well, it's you know, Darren Aronofsky. I wouldn't call it dull. It, uh, I'm just saying the trailer, which was very uninformative. It is very uninformative. I was kind of. I was kind of hoping it would be another wrestler, but. Eh. Yeah, it's probably gonna be another mother. Yeah. <laughs> More likely than not. So here's yeah. here's your best drama. I don't want to go through all this fucking thing, but like uh, Tar Fableman's. Way of Water, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick are the best drama nominees. What a weird list. And then in comedy, you've got... It's got to go to Tar, right? <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's got to, right? It's probably going to Fable. It's probably Fableman's. I don't know, though. I haven't seen Fableman's yet. I don't know. I think Austin Butler's probably the only legit competition, competition Brendan Fraser has right now. For and, uh, Elvis? Yeah, and maybe Colin Farrell has an outside shot for Banshees. I don't think so. That's the only other name that's kind of been floated around. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I know. think it's Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I don't see the momentum for Austin Butler. And then comedy, you have Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, Triangle of Sadness, <laughs> Banshees of Inisherin, and Babylon. Banshees of Inisherin, not that funny. I, I mean, I laughed. Parts? I yeah. laughed. It's occasionally but funny. Very, very black comedy. There's nothing though, about I that. I don't leave the theater going, oh, no. Not exactly a comedy, no. No, but. Yeah, you no. gotta be. You, these things, you can't really take the, the category fraud too seriously. Because oftentimes studios will maneuver into whatever category they think they can win. These people were drunk when they decided it, though. Yeah. That, so. That's that's thing about the Globes, too. A lot of alcohol flowing. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett's winning for Tar. Frazier probably winning for, for the Whale. Ana de Armas got a nomination for Blonde, actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess Hugh Jackman in the Sun is pretty good. I haven't seen that one yet because I don't think it's out. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, maybe Michelle Yeoh. She might have a shot too. People love that everything everywhere. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I gotta watch it still. Yeah, me too. That's it, right? That's a podcast. Anything else about Deck the Halls? No. <laughs> That's a rough one. Just like this movie. This is a rough podcast. Yeah, that was I just couldn't do it. Back to our old roots, huh? Oh my god. Tell you two hours one, of, you know. <laughs> two hours of nothing, huh? Speaking what? of our old roots. What? Next week, guys. Are you ready? Oh. Oh, that's right. I am. Are you ready to come full circle? Seven years later, gentlemen. I'm not coming full circle. You guys seven are. Seven years later, <laughs> the Santathon returns. <laughs> the Santathon. I'm I'm pumped. How are we doing this? Are what we are watching you? all six? I think we have to. Yes. It wouldn't be a Santathon if it were not all six. What all six movies? There, it's a show. It's a show. There's oh a, the show. There's there's a Santa Claus television show. Okay. That is a sequel to the movies. Okay. I recommend getting yourself caught up on the lore of those movies before watching the show. Very pivotal. Very pivotal. Okay. Uh, but screaming on Disney Plus, Tim Allen's back. 
I can't believe he's back on Disney. Yeah, dude. They let him back in. Can't believe they didn't sell the rights to like Fox News or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> they let him through the gates. His badge. Although I guess works. they own Fox now, most of Fox's stuff, right? huh? Yes, they do. They don't they just don't own Fox News. Right. Uh so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that TV show. See we check in with our old uh, friends in the Santa Claus franchise. Why the Santa Claus franchise? What's the big deal with that? I've oh, only you got to catch up movie. on the lore. Oh, Adam, do yourself a favor. I've Check only got the other two. I've only seen the second movie. What? I haven't seen the first one. What? You got to watch the first movie, Adam. Yeah. yeah, you need to at least watch the first movie. Part you got to understand and how Scott Calvin yeah. got where he is. Yeah, you got to read the legal fine print there. I saw the second movie in theaters, and then I never saw it again. I was very confused. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I could see why. Well, you know, obviously, it's, it's just a movie just doesn't stand on its own, really. Seven years watched, ago, we. Uh, I only watched The Godfather Part Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, seven years ago, yeah, we, uh, me, Nick, and Zach watched all three movies in the Santa Claus <laughs> franchise, potted about all of them in one day. It was, uh, it was a pod to remember. One of the great podcasts I think we've ever done to this day. And uh, we're going to revisit, we're going to retap that old well. See if it's I'm gonna watch all three movies in between each episode, so okay. I can really make sure I get my lore down. Right, as the filmmakers intended. <laughs> right, I might just not watch the first movie and just go straight into. By the way, have you guys heard about the show? I, I wish I actually had the name. Uh, there's a new Netflix show coming out where it's uh like six episodes, but you can watch them in any order. Sounds. Uh, dumb, but they wouldn't be the first ones to do that. Yeah, that's no, it's um, it's 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 not completely a unique idea, but um, because apparently you're you're supposed to be able to like get a different experience out of every way you watch it. Because uh, there was a guy by the name of Nicholas Winding Refn. Yes, sir. Yeah, who made a show called Too Old to Die Young. He just put out another show. Uh, was it last year? I think it was last year. What was Has it? A sort of vignette style. Copenhagen Cowboy. I didn't. I didn't see it. I don't think it's out yet. I, th- I thought it was. Was it a vignette style? I don't know. I never I never <laughs> saw it. Oh, okay. This is a vignette type show. Six episodes. They take place at different, different amounts of time before, after, or during a particular event. And right. that particular event is a heist. Okay. Wow. So it's like a Reservoir Dogs kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, but like I think one of the episodes is like as far as like 25 years before the heist. You know? Damn. And... One of them might be like a week before the heist. One of them might be like the heist or, Ooh. you know, the day after the heist or, you know. Copenhagen um, Cowboy I, hits yeah. Netflix on January 5th, Adam. Sweet. So carve out some time that weekend. Yeah. Too Old to Die Young, I, I have not taken the plunge because it's like 30 hours long and most of the episodes just involve Miles Teller like standing in an alleyway thinking for 15 minutes. Yeah. But like his whole thing was like you can watch whatever order you want, and it's just a fucking vibe, man. You hate so, that guy in that so way. much. I'm kind so of this, fascinated by that show, though. I don't know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. This one's called. It's called Kaleidoscope. Each episode is named after a different color. And <laughs> oh, that, oh, I hate that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And it oh, stars boy. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh man, there is lands n- January first. There is just something. Wow, so- what a weekend for Netflix. There's just something so inherently pretentious about that. Every episode is a color. <laughs> oh my god! Yellow, pink, green, blue, red, violet, and orange. 
You can watch in any episode or any order you want at all. How do you spell kaleidoscope? Oh, and the final episode is white. Okay, so that's the only one you can't watch first, apparently. Does sound like it's drawing a lot from Reservoir Dogs, then. Yeah. Yeah, literally, the colors and shit. Yeah. It's loosely inspired by a real $70 billion in bonds that went missing in uh, downtown, is all it says. It doesn't say where. This is a badly written article, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you have Rufus Sewell, Jai Courtney, Rosalie Elbey. Paz Vega. Don't love Jack Courtney, but love Rufus Sewell. Peter Mark Kendall and Jordan Mendoza. Max Casella! Holy shit, he's still working? <laughs> That's my dude! Wait a second. Well, there you go. That's my fucking dude. I'm curious if you guys want to do this on the pod in January. Uh, let's let's see how we're doing after the Santathon and see if we want to take sure. the, the plunge on, uh, on another... Oh, this Maybe marathon. we all watch in our own order and see if <laughs> see if we have different experiences. Oh, I love I love Max Casella. He was in Inside Llewyn Davis. That was the last thing I remember seeing him in. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Wow. All right, okay. let's kill this podcast. That's it. Kill the fire. <laughs> um, see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>